It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? Hey there, listeners and watchers. Max and Drew are going to be out this week, so we are going to do a clip show. We're going to show you some of the clips from uh, the very, very beginning up until just last week. Some of the funnier, funnier moments we've had. And we're going to be turning it over to Timmy and Bill. I don't think Bill's going to talk, but Timmy may. Hi, guys. Max and Drew are ah, doing something else. So I'm here to talk to you and show you the top 10 clips. So let's get started. This is a clip that we did way back in August. And Drew thought that Peyton Manning was better than Tom Brady. Can you believe this? Somebody argue with me out there in the audience. The greatest quarterback to ever play in the NFL, Peyton Manning. Well, you know that Tom Brady's still playing, correct? I do. Okay, Tom Brady, I think he has uh, seven rings. Am I, is that right? I think seven rings. And I think before he retires, he might get one more. Uh, Peyton is a great quarterback. Yeah, he changed the game. But Tom Brady is the ultimate winner. I mean, this guy, is he always in the right place at the right time? Well, who knows, right? Ask Drew Bledsoe. Um, you know, he, this guy wins. doesn't matter what he's doing. And, and Peyton Manning against Joe Montana? Come on, Joe Cool. Remember Joe, Joe Cool? Joe Cool. Never lost the Super Bowl game? Actually lost two games less than Tom Brady. Brady's lost two games. Yeah, I'm talking about season in, season out, bringing it. You know, that's one of the things we do is debate. I'm going to go with Peyton Manning. I thought long and hard about this. I'm going to go with Peyton Manning. Welcome back. So in this clip, Bobby Bowden called in. Now, Bobby Bowden had just passed away. A great guy. All props to him. All love to him. But he called in from the great beyond. Hey, Max. Uh, I yes. didn't know we had a phone line in the room. Uh, I, I I didn't pay for one, but apparently we have a phone call coming in from it might actually be the great beyond. Really? All right. So they're on the phone right now. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. And uh, uh, hello. Who is this? Where's the coach? I think they're answering the phone or. Hello. Hello. Who's this? Who am I speaking with? Who, who's this? Uh, my name is Max. This this to the Max Sports Show with, with yeah. Max and Drew. Yes, sir. How you doing, Coach? How you doing, sir? Yeah, this is Coach Bowden. Well, good to speak with you. Well, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Well, I'm up here waiting to get in the pearly gates. Apparently, damn Joe Paterno has the key. <laughs> well, at least you're up there, right? Hopefully, they'll let you in. Yeah, I've been, you know, I'm a first-time shoe-in for everything I've ever done in my life. Well, that's great. We miss you down here, Coach. And uh, also wanted to let you know that Primetime himself, Deion Sanders, posted a lovely tribute for you this week, and I just wanted to let you know that. Well, that's wonderful to hear, but that's Coach Sanders to you, son. That's right. I forgot. It is Coach Sanders. You're right. Yes, sir. It is. Well, boys, I got to go. You know, Coach Joe is apparently letting me in right now. We have a pickleball game scheduled with Joe Paul, Bear Bryant, and Michael Jackson at 8 tonight. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they, they asked Michael to fill in for Woody Hayes. Apparently, he beat up uh, an older lady who beat him in a pickleball game the other day. 
Okay. Well, you take care, Coach. Okay. Nice y'all talking take with care. You. All right. Bye bye. In this next clip, we talk about OJ reacting to the new Bronco. Maybe a little inappropriate, but hey, that's us. Um, I saw in the Athletic they did an interview with a guy you may have heard of before named OJ Simpson. Hmm. Really? He's scared to go to L.A. Why is he scared to go to L.A.? Well, according to OJ, he he may run into the killer in L.A. This is his reaction to the new Ford Bronco, by the way. <laughs> I think he likes it. I, I think he does. He's yeah, impressed. He's pretty impressed. I like OJ. <laughs> you think he'll, do, he'll start doing commercials? Well, it, it's hard to, well, let's not go that far. But okay. yeah, uh, according to OJ, um, he may run into the killer. His lawyers are still looking, and he has some leads. Apparently, I don't know if they're on the golf course, but apparently he does have some leads. And and, and, and the older generation Bronco was able to carry more memorabilia than this generation. So he's going to lose a little bit there. Little street cred. I agree. So. Drew's an Ohio guy. So grew up with the Reds. And apparently he can remember a lot of stuff about them. Okay. Well, Pete Rose. Pete Rose should be in. You know, I'm, I'm a huge Pete Rose fan. I'm a huge Reds fan. I can go through the whole 70s lineup if you want me to, but that'd be a boring show. <laughs> but the thing that, that really bothers me about P, you know, baseball's come so full circle now that he got banned from the game for betting. And now during a, a baseball game, they'll actually have the inline inning games. But the thing that bothered me the most about Pete was one, I think if he hadn't come across so arrogant, if he hadn't lied, if he hadn't have bet when he was actually playing on his team, you know, and, that, and that's the biggest concern because as a manager, you can't affect the outcome of a game when you're managing him. He said, I believe he said. We think that possibly Drew has been engaging in some mushroom consumption. He predicted the Washington football team will go 12 and five. We kind of think he's a little crazy. No, well, that's why we're here. We're on the same sheet of music. Washington okay. finishes 12 and 5. They're not going to ask, um, uh, uh, who's the quarterback? Oh, 12 and 5? 12 and 12 5, five. he says. Uh, Fitzpatrick, well, Fitzpatrick for Washington. <laughs> yeah. And, get, and here's the thing their defense is so solid. They're going to tell Fitzpatrick, you don't have to win a game. Don't win a single game. Just don't lose us a game. And if he does that, they'll win 12 games. So you're saying their defense is going to start playing some offense? No, I'm saying okay. that if, if Fitzpatrick doesn't try to win a game, they're going to win. Oh, okay, games. good. I'll give you that one. And it's, and it's a weak division. Drew finally comes around on Tom Brady being the GOAT. And then he touches Max's hair. I don't know which one I'm more concerned about. Brady. How many starts do you think Brady? Th this is Brady's. Anybody's start in the NFL? 200 start or 300 start? 300 start. 300 start, okay. So now you got, uh, he, he's won seven Super Bowls? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now you got these children, I'll call them children, that play for the Cowboys. This is where coaches come in. Uh, Osagama, I believe Osa, Osagama and Parsons. You guys are going to call out Brady, say he's slow. 
he gets uncomfortable if you get him off the line. Pure insanity. Where are the coaches at? You've got these guys can't even win a preseason game. You're going to call out Brady, the goat. I'll tell you what's going to happen. The first touchdown, Brady's going to go to Ose and he's going to run up to him and tap him on the helmet, run back. The second one, he's going to run up to Parsons, tap him on the helmet. <laughs> the third one, he's going to look at McCarthy and point to him. And then the fourth one, he's going to look at Jerry in the press box and point to him. In another episode where we have a phone call and we don't have a phone line, Jerry Jones called into the show. Is this Jerry Jones? Hello? I think it's still, he's still there. Is it, hello? Yes, hello. Is this taken to the Max Sports? Yes, it is. Is this Max? Yes, it is. Yes, sir. Nice, n- nice talking with you. You always need to quit knocking hard knocks. I worked hard with HBO producers to create a fake storyline and showcase my amazing stadiums. Yeah, I apologize. I'm sorry about that, Jerry. It just seems like there's no uh, discipline uh, on the team like there used to be back in the 90s when those Super Bowls were being won. Damn it, son. Would you rather have a Super Bowl-winning coach like Jimmy or a friendly I-want-to-be-your-friend coach like McCarthy? Well. (laughs) Uh, I don't mean to cut you off. I got to go get some potato chips. Potato chips? Yes, he gets hungry when he's on the sideline. So I need to get him some soda and Chips and salsa. I got to go. Good evening to you. Have a good evening, sir. That was Jerry Jones. Hey, Max, I'm cutting the phone line. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we got to make sure. I don't know how you got what? through. <laughs> can you can you put the camera? You know, I met the man 20 years ago in a bar in Dallas. Uh-huh. I told you the story. I don't even get to ask him a question. I, I got to wear his ring. I just wanted to tell him how cool that was. You wore his ring? I, I wore his ring. Remember the story? Oh, I yeah, that's right. That's right. He that's told right. me everybody kisses his ring. I got to wear it. <laughs> anyway. Brother Bob apparently hates everybody. So here he goes again. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> not to anger the local Astros fans, we, we, we had the Astros jersey up there. We just forgot the trash cans. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, the, the Astros, the Cowboys. I know, Bob. Who, who does this guy like? That? I don't know, man. I'm a Mets fan, and we had an absolutely horrendous season. Well, yeah, after you got Javi Baez, it all went to hell. In this quick clip, the guys wonder, are the quarterbacks of today a little too soft? Maybe we should train them like UFC fighters. Um, well, talking about quarterbacks, that's a good segue. Yeah. Man, I wanted Bob to pull up a picture, but I was too late. I'm always asking him to do things at the last minute. But in the 70s, if you watch football, you would see quarterbacks just getting their blocks knocked off. I had a picture of a guy named Turkey Jones when he picked up Terry Bradshaw and literally body slammed him. Um so what's up with all these injuries? You know, right now they practically play with a hanky in their back pocket. You got Wentz, he's hurt. You've got uh, Tua from Miami hurt. Taylor, that we just talked about for uh, Houston, he's out. Um, Dalton, so it looks like Justin Fields is going to get his start. And uh, actually Ben is questionable along with the quarterback for the Browns. Um, Baker. Baker. So... Maybe I can answer that. What do you think if uh, if MMA or let's say boxing 
were to go to something where the NFL quarterbacks would, so you don't touch them all week or all month when they're preparing for a boxing match. And that way they're, they're fully rested and, and they're healthy and they don't have any scratches or bruises. You think that would have, that would help boxers and MMA fighters? No. It's kind of what the well, quarterbacks. That's a, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, they don't get touched. Uh, yeah. They put a put a jersey on the red jersey or whatever color they're using, and they don't get touched. Nobody can can get around them or anything. And your body gets used to that. I mean, if they, if you if you get used to not being touched, what's going to happen the first time you get sacked? You know, yeah, actually, I never thought about that, but that's an excellent point. I remember in Hard Knocks where one of the rooks just grazed and they, I mean, the coaches just lost their minds. I mean, I understand the investment that the uh, organizations have in these quarterbacks, millions literally of dollars, but at some point you've got to go out there and you've got to take a chance on letting them get get a little contact because you're right. Cold Turkey game day, they get hit. and it, it, It just surprising as well as they're protected at how many have actually gone down. Yeah. Well, I mean, a, a little bit of that for me is I, I think some of these some of these quarterbacks are just trying too hard. And since I'm hosting the show today, <laughs> I get to pick my top number one clip of all time when I get it right and pick the Patriots and the points and win over the Buccaneers. Yay! Bob, are you taking the Patriots or the Buccaneers? I'm going to defer to my friend, Timmy the Monkey, who's actually going to do a ventriloquist act and throw his <laughs> voice at me. Okay. Hi, Max. I'm Timmy the Monkey, and I'm going to take the Patriots because they're going to cheat their way to a win. I'm going to take the points, and I'm going to go to the bank with that win. <laughs> All right. Well, Timmy's going to take the Patriots. You know what? Uh, if Belichick pulls this off, especially with uh, Mac Jones, um, there's going to be a lot of talk uh, in New England about that, but also in Tampa Bay. So we'll see. I don't know if. Um Thanks for taking a stroll down memory lane with us. We really do appreciate you listening, watching, and all your support over the last couple months that we tried to get this started. Tell your friends about the show. Hit that subscribe button. We want to see you next week. We're going to get back into it. We're going to be about halfway through the playoffs in Major League Baseball. We're going to be talking about the NFL. We're going to see where we are with college football, which is pretty much Alabama, Georgia, and then everybody else. So hope to see you back next week. With that, have a great week. Stay safe.